<clears throat> Can someone please turn my mic up? Oh, wait, that's my job. Is life really happening and you need a moment to silence the noise? Well, you are in the right place. I am Sarah J, your host, the creator, and the founder of The Shameless Brand. You are now tuning in to Sincerely Shameless, the podcast. Hey, 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 hey. I almost wanted to came, come into this um, with like, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, ow, ain't none, ain't none. But <laughs> I realized that um, after wearing my mask for so long, I really don't have a voice. So I'm just going to be like, what's up, y'all? Um, we are doing something a little different. Today is Wednesday, so we're going to do a little midweek motivation, and I'm hoping that it'll be very lighthearted, fun to listen to, and then I'm also hoping that you share it with some friends and family. Um, so today's topic is, ish happens, right? Um, whether you um, cuss somebody out, um, you bled out at your girlfriend's party, <laughs> Or you ended a friendship in the most calmest tone possible, or you sent a text message in the wrong group and the person you were talking about was in the group text. I just want you to know that it rains on the just and the unjust and it happens, ish happens, and you do not tuck your head. So um, this one was actually really inspired by my previous weekend's events. They were lively. They were fun. But there were moments where I was like, did that just happen? Like, how do I recover? And I really just want to talk about that. So a couple of things. Over the weekend, I happened to have spent um, an immense amount of time with a very close friend of mine. And um, oddly, I found myself sitting on the top deck of a boat um, entangled yes, entangled, in a conversation about colorism. And the the fun part was um, one of the young ladies was dark-skinned. The other young lady was very light-skinned. And then I happened to fall somewhere in the middle. So let's just say <laughs> this was a very balanced conversation because all parties were represented, right? So here we are having these conversations. And when I have these conversations, I know that it's about education and learning and trying to just grow because we do, as African-Americans, have a long way to go. Like we have Black Lives Matter as a movement, but really, really and truly, after we we settle this matter, we really need to go into and and colorism matters and dismantling something that has really plagued the community for some time. So painting a picture (laughs) on the top deck of this really beautiful boat, champagne, and this very intense conversation. Um, Conversations that I now am like, do I have this kind of conversation? It's kind of like that politics conversation. You're kind of like, do we really need to talk about politics in the workplace? It's kind of like that. Do we really need to talk about colorism on the yacht? Why not, right? Why not? I mean, we're here now. So this conversation I'm thinking is very open. Um, It's very heartfelt and it's not falling on anybody, which then turns into a very intimate finger pointing conversation. Me being none the wiser, I don't exit stage left. I'm thinking I'm being neutral. Let me tell you, ish happens. Man, did I get an earful (laughs) later of how I should have exited the conversation and I probably shouldn't even brought it up. And I'm like, oh my God, I was just trying to do my part. So, you know, that gave me something to think about. And for a moment, I just kind of wanted to 
shut down. Like, dang, like I really failed, you know, these people today. Like I really failed these people. I, I didn't do my part. I should have said more. I should have said less. I shouldn't have not even started the conversation, but I love a healthy debate. I love, you know, learning from other different ex- perspectives and other people's experiences. Unfortunately, it just wasn't received that way, but that is okay. Why? Because it happens. It happens. Um, another fun thing that just, I'm going to leave names out because it's someone's business, but let's just say we went to a restaurant and um, someone, one of y'all's favorite rappers, like really got a little beside themselves with us and kicked us out the club. So So, let me add some context. So my mother turned 55 and I opted in for the family to say, hey, let's go to True Food, have a couple of spritzers, have some, you know, button mushrooms over some teriyaki, whatever, and some mushu, like whatever, right? 12 bucks later, everyone's happy. My um, older sister was like, I'm game for whatever. My younger sister, whom is just the diva of the family, she was like, no, we're going to said location. We're going to turn it up. Mom's getting a makeover. We're getting balloons. We're getting cakes. Like my little sister went to go all out. And so me and my older sister was like, all right, fine, we'll do it. We'll do it. No problem. We walk into the location and um, I'm a little concerned because I'm not sure if my mom really fits into this scene, but you know what? My mom's bopping her head to the music. She knows, she knows Roddy Rich, so she's game. So we're down. So we're there and, you know, the hookahs are coming, the, the tabs are coming, the food ain't coming, said celeb walks in. She's asking questions about who said what and when, where and how. We're defensive because we're like, that is not how you walk up on a customer. It was just ridiculous. Needless to say, we thought we made peace. Shots come out. Nobody really drinks shots. We're like, we're good. We're good. Mom's like, I'll take a shot. We're like, sis, <laughs> you don't need no shot. But we let her because it's her 55th. Um, and next thing you know, we're getting kicked out, you guys. I'm skipping a lot of things, but just know it is extremely embarrassing to be walked out with your 55-year-old mother holding her red velvet cake without the top and two balloons that says 5'5", five, five. <laughs> being escorted by security. <laughs> People's cameras were going off. <laughs> I'm sure it was on somebody's baller alert or story. Like, look at these lamos getting kicked out. And, um, Again, that was a moment I wanted to get. I just wanted to crawl into a shell because I was like, this is embarrassing. But it happens, y'all. It happens. So I just want to encourage you, like, no matter what it is, life is happening. And um, now is not the time to cower. Now is not the time to find yourself in shame. Now is the time to be absolutely 1000% shameless. So you got kicked out the club at your mom's 55th birthday. It happens. We're moving right along. We don't have time to, to cower in that moment. Now, when you go home, do some reflection, that is always excellent. But living in that moment is not necessary. So I just wanted to kind of I guess, share that experience with you guys and give out about two or three tips to kind of just move forward. I think the the first tip when it comes to when life happens, because let's be honest, nobody wants to be the villain in anybody's Wakanda story. Like, you just don't. Like, you just, you want to be with (laughs) T'Challa, not against T'Challa, right? But if you find yourself up against the winning narrative, One, accept responsibility, accept the role that you play. 
always first and foremost. You know what? I accept that. Y'all right. You know what? I'm looking like a villain over here. I see I got all this like extra stuff up against me. And while I agree with what I'm doing, I know it's opposing to what you want. So I know I'm the villain. And my favorite is always say that wasn't the intent. Like it is not my intent to oppose you, right? It is not my intent to make you look bad. It's just, I don't agree with that. So as we were getting um, forcefully removed, (laughs) I'm talking, they had security on deck. Like as we were being forcefully removed from the location, you know, I wanted to make a point to security like, I do want you guys to know we never had an issue paying for our services. It was always a matter of the piss poor customer service and always a matter of um, the lack of attention and attentiveness that you guys pay when it comes to being a customer in a black establishment. It was always about that. Now, as for payment, absolutely. You're going to get this check. As for a tip, absolutely. You're going to get this check, because this tip too, despite the fact that I work extremely hard for it. However, I still want you to know where the flaw is because the next person may not be as graceful. So, you know, one, acceptance. You know, acceptance is always going to be the thing. When life is happening, accept the role that you play. Also, two, if there's an opportunity, apologize because that probably wasn't your intent. And if it was your attempt, attempt, intent, that's a part acceptance. So you two for one at this point and three, move on. <laughs> like I know it's so simple when we say it, move on, let it propel you forward. You've learned that lesson. Like, am I getting kicked out of another bar club slash lounge? Absolutely not. Um, and if that so happens, you guys just give me some grace. Y'all give me some grace. So <laughs> those are my three tips for, um, when life happens, it happens. You know, um, I know right now a lot of us are in very unique situations as it relates to our jobs, um, our spouses, our relationships, our friends, and our family, because we have been called to a place of stillness um, and a little bit of silence. Um, and now is the time to really heal some of those things. And you can start that healing process you know, because life happens, you know, and you you can start having those intimate conversations. And um, I think the hardest part about it all is acceptance, like accepting that you weren't who you wanted to be in that storyline, or you are the terrible person, you are the awful person in um, someone's heroic story. But, you know, the best part about that is you always need a little trial and tribulation with no trial, no tribulation, there's no testimony. So I think the the bright side there is when that person's testimony does come out, you kind of can know in your heart, you know what? I was a person who helped them propel them forward, even if this person or even if this situation or instance absolutely abhors me. And sometimes you just got to be okay with that. So that's my little tip there, y'all. <laughs> So today's word of um, wisdom, so it's kind of split. It's a word and then there's some wisdom behind it. But the word is openness or open. You know, 
I like to think of open as the hand, right? So if you have your hand open, anything can fall into it, but anything can leave it. But when you think of a closed hand, all that you have is all that you are going to get. And um, I don't know, it's kind of, it's kind of a little strange to just think of all that you have in your hand if your hand is oh so so big and what you have in it is all that you have. How much can you fit into it? But when it's open, you just you can start balancing on your fingers, your palm, your arm, and so much. So I guess it's kind of like an abundance and an overflow. Just as quick as you have it, though, because it's open, it can be up for grabs. But because it's open, other things can be up for, up for takes, right? So that's the word. Um, but the wisdom piece is your team and not just your team, the A team. You know, I like to think of the OJ Simpson trial, OJ Simpson versus the people. Um, and I like when I watched it, you know, I had my own theories, you know, and I was born in the 90s. So I remember my mom talking about it, and my dad talking about it. And let me tell you, they were just like, he ain't do it. <laughs> and I was like, mm, I don't know, y'all. <laughs> At the tender age of like six, I was like, mm, we'll see. But when I watched the um, Netflix series, the thing that I focused on wasn't the trial itself, but more so the people that OJ surrounded himself with. Cochran, Shapiro, Kardashian, Dartsowitz weren't his people whom he did the clubs with. It wasn't his people whom he always golfed with, but it was his team of people in a time of need. So when I think of your team, I think of that, you know, despite what they felt, despite what they knew, despite the evidence, despite the past, despite the present, despite who walked away from them, who didn't want to be their friends, they knew that this man was going to walk home a free man. They weren't taking a guilty case. They were like, this just can't, it's not going to be that. So when I think of a team, I think of the A team and that is an A team. Despite what other people are saying, when you look at your circle of friends or your team, are those the people that do that when you're when you're in said rooms or when they're in said rooms and your name comes across the room are these people up like they ain't even here bro you can't even say nothing like <laughs> or, or do they just sort of kind of fall to the back and tell you what everyone else said you know um does your team have the capability to help push your purpose forward when you surround yourself with your team do you have the capability to support them and help push their purpose forward. It's nothing like having a team of people who is representative of everything that you can already do. You all will be there. But when you have a diversity within your team and that person knows a little bit about marketing, you know a little bit about photography, that person knows a little bit about money finance, that other person knows a lot about, you know, education and has, you know, a whatever kind of degrees, then you guys can collectively work together and promote and push the agenda. And the agenda is the pursuit of happiness and the A-team. So during these couple of weeks and these next couple of months and just throughout the rest of 2020, I want us to start thinking about, and I want you to start thinking about um, your team Sometimes your team isn't just your set of friends. You can have a team that is not your friends. And these are just people who are sharper and quicker and faster and better than you. And you want to learn from them. And you are humbling yourself to learn from this team of people. Or the, some people do have their team, which is their friends. Um, 
But I want to encourage you to start looking at that. I want to encourage you to make sure that your team of people aren't negative. I want you to make sure that your team of people believe that anything is possible and that anything that you put your hands to will will be blessed and will grow and, and will prosper. And um, my favorite example of this is in the Bible, Jesus had 12 disciples, but he only took three of them to the mountain of transfiguration. Like those three are the only ones who got to see his full holiness. So when we have these team of people, these are the people who know our flaws and all. These are the people who know strengths and weaknesses. These are the people who are like, yeah, you did it. And so what? Like we're moving forward, you know, and sometimes that team isn't always our friends. So I just want to encourage you during these next months and this, this coming time to assess your team, build you a team, look at your purpose, look at your gifts, look at your goals and build you a team, put, you know, take the six men off the bench, put them in a game, you know what I'm saying? And, and start doing what you need to do. Yeah. You have weaknesses. Your team should be, you don't have to know it all. You got a team of people who can help you. You know, my favorite thing to say in the workforce is I do not know the answer, but I know someone who does. That's my team. Right. And so, and within my friend circle and my team, I have about four people who I'm like, I don't have to talk to them daily. But when something breaks loose, I'm like, yo, team, let's come together. What we got to do? Let's have a meeting. Like, let's go on Zoom. What we let's, let's, what we got to do? Like, team, what's up? You know? And then I have friends who I'm like, oh, you know, I just want to, I just want to kick it. You want to watch a movie? And they're like, yeah. And that's what we do. But my team, my team is tight. So I want to encourage you to start looking at that. And it's okay to have a diversity within your teams and a diversity within your friendship because you need that. You, you know, we all don't need to do the exact same thing. It's okay to have a difference of opinion and a difference of mindset because if we all are the same, then we're not going anywhere. Um, And I say that all to say, none of this can be achieved without being open. You have to be open to the diversity. You have to be open to different gifts. You have to be open to different cultures, o- open to understanding people, open to a little bit of offense because that happens and a little bit of honesty because people are going to tell you what's up. And if they aren't, you should be questioning that as well. You have to see all of those things in its fullness so that you are able to build your team to propel you and your team's purpose forward. And that's all I got y'all. Go find your team. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to the Sincerely Shameless podcast, where life experiences, relationships, and spirituality collide. I hope to see you next week.